This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. He's so blatantly stupid. He's a punk. He's a dog. He's a pig. He's a con artist, a mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about, doesn't do his homework, doesn't care, thinks he's gaming society, doesn't pay his taxes. He's an idiot. Colin Powell said it best. He's a national disaster. He's an embarrassment to this country. It makes me so angry that this country has gotten to this point, that this fool, this bozo, has wound up where he has. He talks how he wants to punch people in the face. Well, I'd like to punch him in the face. Who's the mook now, Bobby? Bobby, who's the mook now? Who's the mook now? Who's the mook now? I don't know if you know what I'm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. We're going to get off the impeachment thing for about a minute, maybe two minutes, if we can. I'll get back to it in a minute with uh, some rather alarming news uh, that you not heard yet about the impeachment uh, coup. But a, a story that caught my attention is Robert De Niro nailed to a cross by female employee who recorded his tirade against her, and she's suing him for $12 million. It's an article in the New York Post by Ruth Weissman, Emily Saul, and Leah Yustavich. It's interesting because it's not about Trump, but apparently you got to listen to this tape. The woman, Graham Chase Robinson, by the way, I never trust anyone with three names. Anyone who needs three names, I don't trust. But nevertheless, she says for years she was a victim of gratuitous, unwanted physical contact from De Niro, who also hurled sexually charged comments to her when she worked for this production company called Canal Productions, Inc. That's a funny thing unto itself, Canal Productions, sexual harassment. Uh, Robinson's allegations against the taxi driver star are levied in the $12 million lawsuit filed Thursday in Manhattan Federal Court for gender discrimination. Now, I don't know whether this is just a little publicity for his rotten movie coming out, uh, which I think is called The Drunken Irishman. Maybe it's just, you know, a setup to get us talking about this bum, this mook. But here is the tape recording of uh, a scathing voicemail that um, Robbie De Niro allegedly left the female employee, Robinson, when she wouldn't answer his call. Listen carefully. Tell me what you think. Right now, here out in California, when I'm here for less than 24 hours, you gotta be kidding me, you little brat. 
you. So quit whatever you want. God it. How could you say you don't answer? You're, you're upset because you're living in space. You spoiled brat. You know, it reminds me a little bit of Robert De Niro's, uh, Marlon Brando's role in Apocalypse Now, where he's found upriver in a cave in a tirade against everyone surrounded by uh, indigenous people with bow and arrows. I think De Niro is so upriver, man, he doesn't even know what this is going to do to him. But, you know, that's not a big story, but it's a fun story. That's all. De Niro subjected female employee to creepy and abusive behavior, according to a lawsuit. Now, above that story is not a funny story. A group of black children, I think they're called teens now. You can't say what I just said. A group of children uh, threw uh, uh, milk cartons and bricks through a synagogue window in Brooklyn and then ran away laughing. That's not a hate crime in the communist uh, city of New York anymore, but it's Germany 1930s, only instead of brown shirts wearing uniforms it's uh, a different uh, it's a different demographic now on the uh, did i say de niro i meant de blasio i'm sorry i'm mixing up my d's my de blasios and de niro's are getting mixed up but nevertheless let's move on i have some rather alarming news here on the savage nation for which i do not know whether there is any veracity but i felt obligated to pass it on to my audience and it's not easy for me to say this this morning, I was up at 4 a.m. I couldn't sleep for a number of reasons. Uh, my upcoming event that no one knows about, which is not open to the public, which, by the way, I'm going to have a videotape made of, and I'll put it up on my website. It'll be at a small nominal fee because the costs are very high. I'm going to speaking to a closed group somewhere in an unknown location. I was up at 4 a.m. speaking to a very highly placed conservative journalist who's been a Trump supporter from the get-go. This person is not in the middle of the road. He doesn't post any negatives about Trump. He does not post ugly pictures of Trump. This person is on Trump's side. And here is what he said to me when I asked him, how is it that Pelosi would have made such a blunder with what she is doing? He said to me, and maybe that she has other material that's about to drop that we don't know about, that could sink his presidency. I was shocked. I literally almost dropped the phone when he said that to me. Now, coordinated with this attack by Pelosi, and her gang, Pelosi gang, the Pelosi gang, the continuous assault of theirs upon Vice President Pence is occurring simultaneously. I believe that the Pelosi gang is trying to decapitate our government by knocking out the president and vice president to become the president of the United States herself. I absolutely believe that is what she is trying to do. I believe we are witnessing the equivalent of a coup, decapitating the government and taking it over, pure and simple. What do you think? 855-400-SAVAGE. 855-400-7282. Do you think there's any truth to this? Do you think that Pelosi's gang would dare to try to seize power like this? But we have to ask, is this even possible? Yes, they can impeach Trump in the House. They don't have the votes, but most likely can get them if they need them. If, let's say, more dirt comes out on Trump that he has right now. But the trial to remove the president, as you know, is in the Senate. And it takes 67 senators to vote to remove the president. 67 senators. Do you think 20 Republicans would jump to the other side? It's possible, but not likely, as they said in The Godfather. Possible, but not likely. Mitch McConnell can actually stop the trial before it even gets to a vote. All it would take is a motion from one senator and a second from another, and the whole thing can be dismissed. Did you know that? The Founding Fathers were so brilliant, they made it almost impossible to impeach a president 
because they did not want a government to fall too quickly. It might hurt McConnell and other Republicans politically, but the president would stay. The only other way is for the president's poll numbers to be driven so low through the constant propaganda of the vermin in the media that the Republicans in the House and Senate tell their president, you've lost the support of the people and you should resign. We won't support you anymore. I don't see that happening, but that's what happened to Richard Nixon. He was never impeached. He resigned. Could that happen to Trump? Do you think that the Republicans would turn on him? And then they go after Pence. The Pelosi gangsters have already tried to tie Pence to Ukraine. They're trying to bring down Trump and Pence together so that the gang, the Pelosi gang, takes over the country uh, by forcing a resignation of Trump and Pence. Now, Trump would not resign under, under any condition. He'll fight to the end. He's a fighter. We know that. But Pence, at the first sign of any impropriety, would walk away. Pence is not a fighter. Uh, then who becomes president? God forbid President Pelosi. God forbid President Pelosi. Are we this close to losing our nation to a coup, to the Pelosi gang, the Pelosi gang of five, Pelosi, Schiff, Nadler, Schumer, and Feinstein? Listen to me. I'll throw in Engels, too. Engel. I almost said Engels because I meant Engels. Instead of Marx, Lenin, and Engels, I meant to say Engel. I meant to say Marx, Lenin, and Engel. Instead, I said Schiff, Nadler, Schiff, Nadler and Engel. It's like, uh, listen to me. We are this close to the fall of the empire. Rome is burning while Nancy Pelosi fiddles and while the rest of them turn the rule of law into mob rule. Do you believe this can actually happen, what I just said to you? Do you think Pelosi is orchestrating this coup to undo the 2016 election and crown herself emperor in the manner I just described? 800-855-4NET-SAVAGE, 855-4NET-7282. If this does not shake you to the core, nothing will. Nothing will. Well, that's the opening to the program. It's very serious business to believe that Nancy Pelosi is so drunk on her own power that the Pelosi gangsters would think they can take over the country by forcing Trump and Pence to resign. But I can see that I can see which way they're going here. They're lining Pence up at the same time, saying he was in on the Ukraine call. Therefore, he's illegitimate. Therefore, both of them go. I'm taking over. What would you do if she took over? What would you do if she took over? Would you would you do anything? Would things go on as they are? Tell me, you think the country would survive a coup like this? I don't think it would survive. Not at all. I mean, the idea of Maxine Waters on television every day, shooting off her insane mouth, running some major committee, would put this nation in such grave danger that I'm afraid we'd have to go to revolution. That's all I can say, and I'm not alone on this. If you think I'm alone, you're crazy. Maybe Waters is right. I heard what she said, crazy Maxine. She said, there are white nationalists up in them their hills training to take over the country. She may be right. She may be right. Because the last thing these white boys are ever going to do is bow down to that crazy woman and to the Pelosi gangsters. They ain't bowing down to this gang. I hope they are training up in the hills. I wish to God they were. We know that the Muslim Brotherhood has been training in the hills and the valleys for years now. We got reports even from the FBI when Obama was in power. You had Muslim gangs training with machine guns in the hills of New York and Pennsylvania. I wouldn't be surprised if there were white uh, nationalists training somewhere. I hope they are, actually. There may be the last great hope that we have to save the nation from a complete and total takeover 
by the communist Chinese who are behind this whole damn thing, as far as I can tell. What do you think? Tell me what you think. Ray in California, line one, go ahead, you're on the Savage Nation. It's an alarming conspiracy theory, I admit, but what do you think? Not there. Oh, I hung up on him? No, I pressed line one. We'll go to the next one. Rodney or Rooney, Rudney, Rodney, Rodney, line four, Rodney. Rodney, you're on the Savage Nation. You're not Rodney King, are you? No, not Rodney King, Dr. Savage, but I, I do think it's highly probable that uh, Pelosi's gang is trying to take over the government when you consider that the gang is communist China. They've had the luxury of having two people on previous presidential tickets in the past, and now they've got an outsider in there, so they're up in their game. To well, well, when you say the Chinese, you say the Chinese have had two. Now, Clinton... Uh, uh, the Clintong family was clearly in bed with the communist Chinese. Didn't he turn the Panama Canal over to them? Certainly did. It was communist China and Clintongs who did that to us, yes. That's one of the reasons we were all very alarmed during the Clintong reign of terror. Uh, and then Obama came along. He was clearly in their, in their uh, camp, let's say in their camp, if not controlled by them. So what? Now suddenly they're not control- they don't have a control over the people and they're freaking out and trying to set Trump up? I agree with you. They could be behind this whole thing. And I think that they may own these stooges. They must have some damning evidence on Schiff. They must have something on him to make this stooge go so crazy. No doubt. And I've been on the dark web. I see stuff about Schiff that I don't even want to repeat on this radio show. It would cost me my career. I will never say it. But there's terrible things circulating on the dark web about him. Have you seen any of it? No, I haven't. Good, good. Well, don't don't look there. You don't want to go there. You're not going to like what you find. So your bottom line is, yes, you think the Pelosi gang is trying to take over the country through a coup. Absolutely. The Chinese have had two individuals on the ticket in past elections. In 2016, they got an outsider in there. They need to get this trade war put behind them, get back into control again, and the rest is history. Now, you're not one of them white nationalists training up in the hills, are you? No, not at all. I just, uh, I don't understand why that it took Trump to point out all these trade imbalances, and now they're kind of jumping on the, the the train now saying, that oh, yeah, they are getting away with murder and, you know, trying to assimilate with Trump. Why did it take him to point out all these trade imbalances? We've just been losing ever since our... Because the rats in the media are complicit with the illegitimate Demon Cat Party, and the American people are seduced by sex drugs and rock and roll and rotten movies does that answer your question thanks for the call i'll be back Savage. this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory shopify pos has everything you need to sell in person Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I admit that it's rather much like a conspiracy theory, but we're living in strange times. When you see slimy Schiff acting with impunity, when I know he's as dirty as a sewer in uh, Moscow in the 1950s. When I see Pelosi, whose skirts are not clean, acting so brazenly, 
as to concoct an entire scenario that we all know is invented from the get-go. And uh, I believe that uh, this call I had may have some veracity, that the Pelosi gangsters are trying to orchestrate a palace coup because they've gone after Pence as well. Pence is one of the most honorable men I have ever met in my life. There is not a scintilla, not a speck of cinder on the man's uh, character or reputation. And yet these filthy, disgusting gangsters who don't have the decency to shine the man's shoes. He's a good Christian man, which is more than I can say for the pack of the Gang of Five. There's nothing good about any of them. And I believe that there is some veracity to the fact by them attacking him and Trump at the same time that they're trying to decapitate the government and take over and turn the entire government over to Pelosi. How do you like that? What do you think? Jimmy in New York, line four. Jimmy, what do you think? Jimmy. I've had it, Dr. Savage. You're going after Michael Pence because he's a white Christian male, like most of us out here. And I'm getting so disgusted with this crooked Pelosi. She's all chicken and got. She don't know what she's doing. She's running. The bottom is dropping out from under them. And what you said a long time ago, I don't know why no one investigates, with her husband with the bank with the $10 million. She's 80 years old. She's a little bit younger than dirt. And they want to do all this to our country. Why? The greatest country country in the world and they want to bust you know i once went to an italian american dinner here in san francisco and i'm not italian it was all italian people retired judges lawyers power players they joked about pelosi they said she's known as an old nut they said that to me 20 years ago do you know that well she's no nut by what she's doing now why is she so brazen jimmy because she thinks she's untouchable you know what i'm saying dr savage yeah 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 i'm touching my right eye well, you say untouchable, I'm touching my right eye. I'll be right back. Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the Savage States of America. Eisenhower to Obama in two generations, from Ben Casey to Nurse Jackie in two generations, from mutual assured destruction to assured national destruction, two generations, from Evan Rue to always Rude in two generations, from John Wayne to Lady Gaga in two generations, from I Spy to I Cry in two generations, from I Love Lucy to I Love Loosely in two generations, from Al Einstein to Al Gore in two generations. From I have a dream to I have a scheme in two generations. From catcher in the ride to catch up on the fly in two generations. Starlets to harlots, preachers to breachers, athletes to sexletes, rabbis to sandflies, boy scouts to toy scouts, girl scouts to twirl scouts, from the eagle to the beagle in two generations. From LSD to ADD, from cardigans to partykins, from Cub Scouts to Scouting Cubs, from aspirin to Oxycontin, from Lady Jane to Let's Get Insane, from science to lie from law to claw, 
From zip guns to machine guns. From Manhattans to Cosmos. From Red Book to Spread Books. From Acorn the Tree to Acorn the Spree. From babies to puppies. From guppies to yuppies. From private vets to private jets. From soldiers who kill to soldiers without will. From lassie to sassy. From religion to pigeons. From eons to peons. From rapists to offenders. From stickball to speedballs. From gallo to Lafitte. From Matus to Chartreuse. From Milltown to Prozac. From the Air Force to a Bear Force. From the Navy to Loose Gravy. From the Army to I'm Swarmy. From Israel to Fisrael. From Taiwan to Spizwan. From the Dragon and the Eagle to the Dragon and the Beagle. From dragsters to drag queens. From redwoods to deadwoods. From health foods to wealth foods. From heroes to zeros. From UFOs to IOUs. From hirsute to lawsuit. From melarols to melanine. From Niagara to Viagra. From Coney Island to Survival Island. From the five families to the Sly families. From Al Capone to Sly Stallone. From Ike to Spikes. Truman to Untruman. Truman to Untruman. From Truman to the Untruman. From Reagan to Swayman. Rayburn to Pelosi. From the Eagle to the Beagle. From the Bible to the Legal. That's the story of America the Great to America that greats. Savage. Savage. Pass, but I thought I'd play it today from Eisenhower to Obama in two generations. I wrote that on an airplane from uh, San Francisco, actually Oakland, to Florida in 2010. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's still good. Really good. So the coup is now in the open. Whether the conspiracy elements that I laid out are real or false, I don't know. That's why I said it's a conspiracy theory that... Uh, I thought I'd share with you, because it may as well be true. May as well be true when you see a gang like this acting with such craziness and impunity, you have to say, what do they have that we don't know about? What exactly do they have in store for us? What do they have that's coming tomorrow? Why are they coordinating attack against Trump and Pence other than to decapitate our government, as is done in Banana Republic's? a banana republic and replace an elected president and vice president uh with a goon squad can you imagine if pelosi were president and let's see maxine waters or worse yet slimy schiff was vice president can you imagine a country like that it wouldn't survive a week what would happen with the military and police what would happen with the 30 to 40 million armed conservatives in America? Do you think they'd all lay their arms down like in Phnom Penh after the fall of Cambodia? Do you think that they would go to crossroads and turn their guns over to 13-year-old acolytes of occasional cortex? 13-year-old children wearing green uniforms saying, place your uh, automatic weapon here. Place your semi-automatic weapon there. Place your handgun here and we'll give you a green badge. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know how compliant the American people might be if there were an actual coup. And why am I even talking about this? Well, for one, I'm not on CNN. For two, I'm not on Fox News. 
Fox News are becoming more and more to the left every day. I know, you know, I have a thing with them. Yeah, okay, they won't have me on. I'm banned. I'm blocked. Fine. I live without them. They live without me. Everyone does fine. But they just fired a great guy. They have a crazy judge. Uh, You talk about plugs. You call Joe Biden plugs. How about Judge Napolitano? Call him plugs. The guy is nuttier than a mortadella left out in the sun in, uh, in Bolivia. Guy's crazy. It's like a mortadella that's about to explode from being left out in the sunlight. Every day he goes, he raises the stakes against Trump. Then they fire Todd Stans, who was a good stand-up guy, for saying one word on, on the show. That's because it's not run by Rupert Murdoch anymore. His liberal son took it over. Everyone knows that. It's only a matter of time until uh, uh, Wallbanger gets the, gets the, uh, the O'Reilly treatment. And he winds up on, on cable at 2 o'clock in the morning on channel 9753.05. We have to tune in from a, a thing you dial. Like a dial, you have to dial him in. God bless him, he's doing great. But something's wrong with Fox News now. That's why I'm talking like I'm talking, because I'm, I'm not there, I'm here. It's like I'm talking to you personally. Make believe you're with me in an Uber going somewhere. And we're just talking politics. That's what you're getting from me. With a little more theatrical elements thrown in, like a little sound and music. It's the sound of music is what you're getting. Where it stops, nobody knows. I knew Pelosi all over the years. I watched her in San Francisco. I once had her on my radio show when I was a local host. I have to say that again. Why? Because I agreed with her. On what? She was representing the interests of Taiwan against communist China at the time. Probably they were big donors. And I thought that her positions made sense. I was on the side of Taiwan. I still am. I had her on. I don't even have the tape. We should find that tape. That would be gold. And then all of a sudden, I saw she got drunker and drunker on power and started to make missteps, missteps. Now, all of a sudden, she's going for the jugular of the country itself. She actually thinks that by decapitating Trump and Pence, she will be President Pelosi. I don't know. I don't know anymore whether we are Argentina ready for a coup. I don't know if we're ripe for a coup by Nadler. Can you imagine if Nadler, the ticket fixer, were the attorney general? Can you imagine if Shifty Schiff were the secretary of, I don't know, what would he make him? What would, he make, what would she make him? What would Pelosi, if she took power, what would she make Schiff? Certainly uh, something bigger than vice president where he can't do any damage. What if Schiff became the head of the National Security Agency? You'd be in prison. Everyone would be in jail that he doesn't like. That Nazi little slimy worm. I know the type. I grew up with them. I can feel it in my DNA. I know more about that type than you do. He's the lowest of the type. The worst of the type. The most dangerous of the type. The most devious of the type. But don't let me get started. I'm getting too emotional. What do you think? 855-407-282. Peter in Connecticut, line three. You're all agitated over this. Go ahead, please. Yeah, well, if this, if Pelosi thinks she's going to have a coup, she's only being pushed by those uh, four little, uh, what do you call them, the apocalypse of the horsemen, the, the, the four skirts pushing Yes, the four, the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. Yeah, so uh, I don't think, you know, if they think that's going to happen, there will not be a cold civil war. There will be a hot civil war, believe me. We, we, we can't put up with that. I live in Connecticut, the, 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 the most liberal of all states, and you don't hear anybody talking against Trump. 
No, if it's all it's I look, I got to tell you, when I was with him on those two campaign events and we drove through Los Angeles, you would think everybody was against them with signs like F Trump. They weren't. Fifty percent had the F Trump signs on the roadside. But I saw American flags and we love you, Trump. Not one picture like that was shown in one newspaper in America. We are totally owned by the illegitimate press. Absolutely. The press, the, the, the press has got us beat, uh, beat six ways this Sunday. We're, yeah. we're, now, it's very hard. It's very hard for people to know what's true and what's false when everything they hear and everywhere they turn, it's the same lie, the same propaganda over and over again. It's like it was in communist China under Mao Zedong, where only the official party line was allowed to be broadcast and heard. And yet somehow little shows like my survive, mine survive. And uh, I've got to navigate these very difficult media waters. Don't think they're easy. I am threatened every day with termination in one way or another. Do you know that? Well, I, I don't doubt it. There's, there, there's, one, there, there, there's one local show here that's been on four hours in the morning, and the guy is great. You know, uh, <laughs> It's the Lee Elsie show. And his right, well, I appreciate the call. Thank you. I don't need, give it a little kill job. Yeah, give it a little kill job. We don't do local promotion. That's all. The Elsie show, the Elsie the Cow has a radio show. Elsie the Cow has a radio show. That's nice to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are we now? Roberto in Las Vegas is calling on my conspiracy theory. Go ahead, Roberto. What do you think? Uh, yes, sir, Dr. Savage, to answer a few of your questions, um, it is totally feasible that Trump and Pence, because he's conservative Christian, can be removed and Pelosi taking over, number one. Uh, and number two, if the American conservatives and, you know, the gun Second Amendment uh, people rise up to try to counter that, it would be too late. Um, they would say if any kind of chaos ensues on the streets of any kind, or comes against the government, they will just easily, easily call out martial law to restore order from the chaos. Wait, hold on. Let's go on. Now, people, I hope you're not getting upset by this. This is pure speculation based upon a conversation, but it's also tied into a very plausible reality in terms of the madness of Empress Pelosi. Savage. So I'm asking the question, is it plausible that the Pelosi gang of five is trying to decapitate Trump Pence and take over as president? Sean in California, we have very limited time. Please go ahead. You're on the sabotage. Yeah, you know, I, I'll say this really fast. Uh, she may try to uh, may she may she's trying to hold on to power. Yes, I'll say that. But I, I have to say that, you know, you said something earlier about how white men are in the heels training right now. There is a former judge, or excuse me, a former police chief being in court. He's held in court right now for a trial for saying that black folks are like ISIS. So when I have 90% of African Americans didn't vote for Trump, I just hope that you guys are not looking at us like we're ISIS. I mean, we help build this country together. I mean, I, we're not in the hills. Well, I'm not a white nationalist. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a man who's a patriot, number one. I don't know why you're lumping me in with, with Nazis. I'm sorry? You're lumping me in with Nazis, saying, I hope you guys are not blaming blacks. You just said you hope that white folks were in the heels training and preparing for... Well, I didn't say that. Uh, crazy mother, uh, what's her name? 
uh, whatever her name, Maxine Waters, crazy mother Maxine Waters, you said they're in the hills training. I didn't say it. She's a nutcase. She's wearing heels. All right, thank you. I'm not in the hills. I'm down by the water feeding seagulls. You know what I love? They're all saying, oh, Trump went to China now. We went to an enemy to try and get dirt on Biden. Here's my answer to that, and no one thought of it. It will be on Rush Limbaugh tomorrow before I finish the breath. They're typing it already. Like they took everything else this week. I'm getting so pissed off. Don't get me started on that idea thief. And I don't care what you think of me. I'm sick of that pig stealing my ideas. You ready for it? Are you ready? Are you ready? No, you're not ready. I'm not going to tell you. Not going to tell you. I'll do it in the next hour. You'll have to be here. That's all. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation. Home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It is simply antithetical to our constitutional democracy to use impeachment to overturn an election on partisan grounds. So I think it has traumatic impact on the confidence that the American people have in government. The effect of impeachment is to overturn the popular will of the voters as expressed in a national election. Their hatred of the president exceeds their caring about this country and its people. It would trample upon the choice made by the people through the electoral process and do great harm. The people elected the president. They still support him. We have no right to overturn the considered judgment of the American people. But what the American people are saying loudly and clearly is let's get on with the business of the American people. Impeachment of a president is an undoing of a national election. It violates the independence of the presidency and it usurps the people's voice. They are ripping asunder our votes. They are telling us that our votes don't count and that the election must be set aside. Send a message through the ballot box. That's what we do in this democracy. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. Okay, well, that was them now, then. Uh, those are all of the uh, fraudulent, illegitimate, lying, stinking, mookie Dems. When Clinton was impeached, all of a sudden they were on their high horses about it's undoing an election. And now we have the alarming plausibility that the Pelosi Gang of Five is actually trying to decapitate not only Donald Trump, but the Pelosi Gang is now so brazen that they're trying to decapitate Trump and Pence so that she, as Speaker of the House, third in succession, takes over as President Pelosi. Could you imagine a nightmare like that? Is it plausible? Yes, it's plausible. Why do I even suggest it? Because they're not just going after Trump. They're trying to turn Pence, as innocuous as Pence is, as good a Christian man as Pence is, as clean as Pence is. This dirty gang of five is trying to tie him into something that, first of all, wasn't illegal to begin with, and number two, making both Trump and Pence vulnerable to uh, removal from office or to have them resign out of shame. In that case, Nancy Pelosi has her dream, 
and suddenly it's President Pelosi. That's the nightmare coup. That's the nightmare. Now, at the end of the last hour, I uh, baited you with a statement that I said would be ripped off by Limpor, which it will be by morning, because I know that his staff was probably sitting and waiting with the, with the keys to type, ready for the script for tomorrow. They, they stole uh, Cold Civil War from me. Uh, it, you know, it sickens me. I don't mind that my ideas are shared. I, I've read Lao Tzu. I know what it's all about. But it's too much already. It's too much for him to burn the nation, you know, by, by not telling them he took it from Michael Savage. It's bad enough that they conspired to keep me off Fox News, but you're not ripping me off, Chubby, and getting away with it anymore. But let me get back to what I'm really going to talk about. And that is this. I said to you about this thing. As people are saying things like, well, wait a minute now. Didn't Trump today just go to China and say to China to dig up dirt on, on, on Biden in, in more words than one? In other words, Trump is so unafraid of them that he did exactly what they said he was doing with Ukraine. Okay, so he said, all right, you don't like what I did with Ukraine? I'll do it again with China. Now, why would he be doing that? First of all, here's my answer to that. Uh, I hope that the staff of Limpo is listening. The reason Trump did that is simple because he's acting like a whistleblower. I thought all you liberals like whistleblowers. You love whistleblowers, don't you? You're always, you always have something uh, like a whistle. Uh, in your mouth, you know, to blow like a whistleblower. So I thought you guys like whistleblowers. You, you're lauding an unknown whistleblower is trying to conduct a coup in America with the Gang of Five. Isn't Trump sort of acting like a whistleblower by going now to China and saying, look, if you have dirt on Biden and his son, which we all have read about with the banks, why don't you let us know about it? So Trump is acting like a whistleblower, yet you liberals don't like it. So I guess, well, you know, one man's whistleblower is another man's indictable president. Or something along those lines, right? Or is he whistling in the dark? I don't know. Either way, he's not whistling in the wind. And he's not whistling in the wheat field. This is the Savage Nation, 855-400-7282. And that went right over everyone's head because I'm getting giddy. I'm so giddy. Uh, but again, that's the main question. At the bottom of the hour, we have a great guest. I'm getting the best guests in radio history. You may not have heard of them, but they're doing the best job ever in the history of talk radio. No one ever heard anything like yesterday's interview last week's interview no one no one ever heard of it. i'm getting reports from people where do you get these people from we have a better one today yet on the uh, whistleblower and uh, you're not going to believe it at the bottom so i'm glad you're listening to me an hour too 855-407-282 what do you think is it plausible that the pelosi gang of five is trying to conduct the coup and decapitate trump and pence and drive them out of office so she becomes her worst, her biggest dream in life. We're going to get there, Michael. We didn't have time. We didn't have time. We'll get there, Michael. President Corleone, Senator Corleone. Yeah, we'll get there, Michael. I like movies for some reason. A lot of movies, you know, like life imitates art, art imitates life. You don't know at a certain point what's real unless you know what's real, and then you always know what's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know what's real, you always know what's real. You could sit in a movie and walk out and think it's only a movie. But if you're an average Democrat who's stoned out of his gourd, you don't know reality from fantasy. And so you start to think that Trump committed a treasonous crime simply by exposing what Biden and his rotten, stinking son uh, did in Ukraine and China. That's not an impeachable offense. An impeachable offense is using a fake whistleblower and you write a script for him and have him read the script and then say that it's not the script. And then you have that shifty shift dirtbag Get up there in front of the world and read garbage and say this is what the president said when he didn't even say it. That's an offense. That's your result in jail.
But okay, I don't control anything. I'm only a talk show host. You know, it's like sound off, one, two, three, four. All I do is talk. That's all. I have no power, no influence. After 30 books, no influence. Millions of uh, people listen to the show every week, no influence. A phenomenal uh, download number on my podcast, but I have no influence. I'm of no importance whatsoever. No, no. The important people are people like George Midgetopoulos, uh, people of that nature. The ones who used to work for Clinton and now make believe that they're journalists. Or the filthy, dirty degenerates on CNN. You know, I have other words I'd like to use. I wish I were in a bar right now drinking a couple of beers. I'll tell you what I think about the people in the media because you never heard it. I have some words. I can give them a good Bronx cheer. But I'm not in a bar. I'm on a radio show. Heard around the world on the internet. And it's still on 200 stations, two hours a day with a great podcast that's breaking records. But you wouldn't know any of that. Because I am boycotted. And why am I boycotted? Because the truth hurts. The truth hurts very deeply. There's no room for truth in the media much. Here and there, maybe a little bit here and there, seeps through. But uh, it's getting very hard. It's diminishing. It's a law of diminishing returns. There are only three or four agencies that control the entire radio business. They're all radical libs. And they boycott this show. You don't know any of this. I don't talk about it. It's absolutely illegal. It's called monopoly capitalism. It would be broken up in a courtroom. I don't want to bother. I've talked to some of the biggest antitrust lawyers in the world, and they're all liberal. They told me what's being done to me by these ad agencies by not running ads on this show is illegal. It's, it's a monopoly, monopoly capitalism. You heard about Google. You heard about Twitter. But you haven't heard about what's going on in the radio industry, which I have faced for 25 years. And I, you know what? I put up with it. No one has ever taken on this cabal of ad agencies that refuse to put ads on my show or my podcast because they don't like my politics. Four or five agencies run by people in their 20s, all psychotic left-wingers, with almost, out exception, boycotting this show. If this ever came to a court of law, a district court, then a Supreme Court, I can guarantee you I could win. But I don't need the money, and I don't want to bother. But someone else in this business, one day, one day there will be justice when people take this to a court and people see what's actually being done. This is a blacklist that I've lived with for a quarter of a century. But, you know, I figured God gave me the gift of the microphone. God gave me the gift of this audience, and that's good enough. I don't have to fight every battle. You have to control. You have to decide which battles to fight and which are the bigger battles that are worth not fighting. There are some big battles that are worth fighting, but I'm telling you this for a reason. Because you hear about Google being uh, biased, which it is, with their algorithms. You you try to search Michael Savage on Google, see what comes up. Michael Michael Mickey Mouse probably comes up, not my name. You can't find it. Well, put in Savage, and what comes up is something about people in New Guinea with a spear, not Michael Savage. Because that's because of the rats at Google. That's what they, they're doing. So they are a monopoly. They need to be broken up. I was the first one to call for the breaking up of, of Google in the media that I know of. I did it for, th- for years straight. Is there any wonder that uh, I'm not invited to a cocktail parties in uh, Silicon Valley? But the same kind of blacklist goes on in the radio business. And I know people are going to be uncomfortable saying, hush, hush, my darling. Don't say it. They'll boycott us. They'll make it worse. Go ahead. Make my day. Make it worse. Because now the whole world knows what you're doing. Now the whole world knows that you're steering contracts, meaning ads, to some of the worst shows in the country. Why would you put ads for cars 
and household supplies and mainstream uh, products onto Anderson Cooper, one of the dirtiest people in the history of the media. What are you telling me? He's not a, he's not a controversial figure, that dirt ball, that filthy. You put ads for the biggest products in America on the worst people in America's shows. What does that tell us about American advertising and American advertising agencies? Something you never heard about because everyone's afraid to talk about it. But I'm not afraid to talk about anything. I figure I live in America and free speech still prevails. And so there it is. That's a secondary subject you knew nothing about. You never heard about it. I don't blame people for not talking about it because they're all afraid it'll get worse. But there's almost so, only so much tyranny I could live with, only so much oppression and pain I can take. And you know what? If this keeps up, if I see it getting worse after this conversation today, I will get the biggest Democrat antitrust lawyer in the country, and I will fund him to go after these people, and I will tear their hearts out. I'll break them. I'll break their agencies. And if you think it can't happen, if you think one man can't do it, well, you know what? Let the chips fall where they may. And that's all I want to say on that. Don't call me on it. I just had to get it out of my system. That's all. Uh, where are we? We're 17 minutes after the hour already into this. What are you calling about? The Pelosi coup, is it plausible? All right. Ohio, Cindy, line five. Go ahead, please. Bravo, Dr. Savage. That was awesome. Thank you and for hearing answer- me. At least someone in America has a pair of ears. The, the answer to your question is no. I feel they have threatened to uh, take her speakership from her if she didn't go along with what they want. All right, so you think she catered to the occasional cortex, half donkey, half girl. No, 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 not them little girls. I think they were more powerful seasoned uh, Democrats that are forcing Pelosi to go ahead with this, or I believe they've threatened her speakership if she does not. And who would that be? I thought it was half donkey, half woman. <laughs> no. I thought it was the half donkey, half woman who wants to eliminate cars, trains, planes, little girls or nothing. Uh, paper, lunch foods, cow farting. I thought it was that one, the psychopathic bartender who belongs in Creedmoor State Mental Hospital in a straitjacket. I'll be right back. Savage. Uh, They should investigate the Bidens, because how does a company that's newly formed and all these companies, if you look at, and by the way, likewise, China should start an investigation into the Bidens, because what happened in China is just about as bad as what happened with uh, with Ukraine. So I would say that President Zelensky, if it were me, I would recommend that they start an investigation into the Bidens because nobody has any doubt that they weren't crooked. That was a crooked deal, 100%. Notice what Trump is doing. He's going on the attack. He's going uh, aggressive. He's saying, oh, you're accusing me of a conspiracy by engaging a foreign government to look into this and that and helping the election. You know what I'll do? I'll double down now and I'll ask China to look into the Biden's actions because actually that's the bottom line here. It's not what Trump did or didn't do. It's what the Bidens did, not what they didn't do. And of course, because of the rat vermin in the media, you're not hearing that because of sh- of garbage like, like Wolf Blitzer, like garbage like those on CNN and the others. They're garbage. That's where all the ad dollars go. Why is it you see cars on, on Wolf Blitzer's show? Why do you see ads for cars that only conservatives drive on shows that hate America? Tell me. Tell me why you see that and you never hear a car. And I, I'm a guy, a car guy. 
I am known as the biggest car guy in talk radio. There's, have you noticed there's not one ad for a Chrysler, a Ford, a Dodge, and I own a Dodge uh, Hellcat? Why? Because they boycotting they boycott the show. Why do they boycott the show? Because the 25 to 30-year-olds who run the ad agencies steer them away. That's why. You're telling me that's not an issue for America to take on? Let me tell you something. I'm going to bring this to the president's attention. And all of you in the ad agency business are now saying, let's get savage even more. Let me tell you something. You're not going to get me anymore. You have destroyed me as much as you're ever going to destroy me. We're going to go after you now. I'm going to rally the American people. They're going to be aware of a blacklist that they didn't know existed for 25 straight years. It is called a no-buy list. Write it down. Michael Savage is on a no-buy list. It is absolutely un-American. It is absolutely illegal. It is unconstitutional. It is a clear violation. It is an antitrust action. I'm going to go to the biggest Democrat antitrust lawyer in San Francisco. Mark my words and make my day. Go after me even more. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep giving the car ads to Anderson Cooper. Well, the issue of the day is very clear, and I I posted it like this. Is it plausible that the Pelosi Gang of Five is trying to decapitate Trump, Pence, and take over as president? Now, I realize this rings as a conspiracy theory if you're a brainwashed watcher of cable news, but it's not a conspiracy theory when you actually analyze how they're trying to lump Pence together uh, with Trump on a so-called Ukraine call, which they're turning into... Uh, a mountain when it was a molehill, number one, and perfectly valid, by the way. Trump had every right to ask about the corruption of the uh, uh, Biden family, as he did today in suggesting that China look into the corruption uh, of the Biden family and the banks. He has every right to do it as president and as an American citizen. And as I said earlier, uh, you you liberals all love whistleblowers, don't you? Oh, you all hear you love whistleblowers. Whistleblower this, whistleblower that, toot toot. You like a whistleblower, don't you? Well, Donald Trump is acting as a super whistleblower. He's doing what a whistleblower would do. He's asking China to help us get to the bottom of the corruption of the Bidens. It's that simple. Joining us right now is Sean Davis, great guy, co-founder of The Federalist. He previously worked as an economic policy advisor to Governor Rick Perry, as CFO of Daily Caller, and as chief investigator for Senator Tom Coburn. He was named by the Hill as one of the top congressional staffers under the age of 35, for his role in spearheading the enactment of the law that created USAspending.gov. Sean Davis, thanks for joining us on the Savage Nation. Thank you for so, having me. Mr. Davis, Mr. Davis, Mr. Davis, you recently said, well, you said a lot of things. Why don't you tell us in your own words about uh, about the Schiff and what you think of him? Well, I, I think what's interesting about Schiff is that he has demonstrated over the last uh, two years, at the very least, throughout the Rus- Russian collusion project, which imploded uh, and fell under its own weight, and now the Ukraine one, that he, he simply can't be trusted. He had offered for years and claimed that he had rock-solid smoking gun evidence of collusion. That wasn't true. It was uh, through Schiff's office that CNN uh, reported on what we learned were fabricated emails uh, mm. alleging that Don Jr. had had previous relationships and correspondence with WikiLeaks prior mm. to Hillary's emails coming out. And then we now learn with this whole Ukraine uh, deal that uh, when Schiff previously said his office and he had no contact whatsoever with this 
uh, alleged whistleblower and his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out yesterday via the New York Times, and what was obviously a, a piece trying to inoculate the leakers, that he did, in fact, have uh, interactions, uh, he and his staff, with the whistleblower and his team. So, so I think, Mr. Davis, wait, that's such a big point, because... Those of us who are on Trump's side jump to the conclusion, I think it's valid, that he may have actually crafted the entire so-called whistleblower complaint. Do you think there's any veracity to that uh, suspicion? Uh, we don't know. Um, so I don't, I don't really want to get ahead of what we know. We, we do know um, that he worked with the whistleblower and he, he lied about it, um, which suggests that that was something he was scared about getting out, that he knew was wrong. Otherwise, he wouldn't have any reason to lie about it. We also know that his letter to the Inspector General of the Intel community on, I believe, September 9th, long before Congress ever got the complaint, uh, had some very curious uh, echoes of the whistleblower complaint, citing the same evidence. So it sounds to me like it's an entire setup. The whole thing was conspired, was put together by this group. Well, I think it's important that uh, both Schiff and the whistleblower and the IC come clean about the actual timeline here. I mean, as we reported last Friday and as the ICIG confirmed on Monday, uh, the the inspector general changed its own internal rules, forms, and guidance uh, regarding the necessity of firsthand... Was it you who blew the lid on that one? That they changed the rules the day before the whistleblower spoke? That you can use secondhand information? You don't actually have to be the one who heard it? I never saw anything like this in my life, Uh, never. Yeah, we, we, um, we reported that. We actually don't know when they changed the rules when we reported it. We only knew that they were changed between May 28, uh, 2018 and August 2019. They came out and said so on Monday. why would they? Wait, this is so germane to this question, Sean. It is. They changed the rules saying that in order to justify a whistleblower level complaint, it no longer has to be a first person uh, discovery. It could be a second or third person. It, that's unheard of. And then all of a sudden, presto magico, there's a, a whistleblower that Schiff sh- sh- suddenly heard from who heard about this Ukraine call and got so alarmed that the country was going to collapse, that they called for impeachment. The whole thing stinks to high heaven. Right. I mean, we, we have the fact that the process certainly looks uh, iffy. There was coordination. There, there were things that the ICIG hasn't explained that it needs to about changing its rules. But even on the substance, a- after Trump declassified and released the transcript of the call and the complaint, we realized that the complaint was riddled with errors. It repeatedly mischaracterized the phone call. It asserted people were on the call who weren't. It asserted facts that we know were false. Uh, and so once you know... How, wait, wait, this is so... How can Adam Schiff, the head of a, a committee in, in Congress, lie to the American people and to Congress and not be held accountable? How is that even possible? Uh, it's a good question. I guess I would jokingly say, you said, how could he do it? And I would say with a lot of practice. Um, no, I understand, but is there no consequence to lying to Congress and the American people? Uh, it, Isn't there a thing called contempt of, contempt of Congress, or is that only when you're on the oath? Is that it? Uh, well, no, Congress can censure and hold anyone in contempt, really, for any reason it wants at any time, but that's the entire... I am, but that's the Democrats' control, and they're all corrupt from my position. Will we ever see the whistleblower or heal from, are they going to hide that person? I, I suspect that person will eventually have to come out. It, it's one thing to work within the statutory process under law uh, to, to blow the whistle so that you stay anonymous, you can avoid reprisal. That's really not what's happening here. We know the person already went to Congress first. It's, it's ah. supposed to going to the IC is required by oh, law. Oh, so they've already outed themselves. And, and so where we are now is this, is this isn't a strictly statutory whistleblowing 
manner to be hired to be handled internally by the IG. This is a political matter, and I just have a hard time believing that we're going to have a, a trial to throw out the president without the person from the CIA, according to New York Times, who's behind all this, not having to come forward and testify and answer questions. Well, I read something even more shocking that they're going to they're going to depose or or, or quiz the so-called whistleblower away from Congress in a hidden location, and Republicans are not allowed to be on the committee. Did you see that story? I think there, there was something about how uh, early in the Congress the, the, the Democratic majority changed its rules, I believe, to uh, not require equal representation in these hearings. Oh, God. How much worse can it get that we suddenly look worse than any, like, we look like Uruguay with these kind of rule changes. But do you think that tr- the truth will eventually come out here? Do you think the American people will finally see that the whistleblower is a creation, a construct of the uh, not only of Schiff, but of the entire Democrat Party? Well, I've been kind of taken by comparisons to what happened with the Kavanaugh charade, uh, with the the baseless evidence-free allegations from Christine Blasey Ford. They're following the same playbook now, and I think Ah. after watching the Russia hoax implode, after watching uh, the horrific things that were done to Brett Kavanaugh by the Democrats, I think people now generally understand the game that's being played, and they've mm. been to it. Well, yeah, but the same people who crucified Kavanaugh, notably Madame Feinstein of uh, Pacific Heights, nothing happened to her. She made the whole thing up, and nothing happened to her. So these people are above the law. Uh, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. That's what I'm afraid of. There seems to be no consequences. If a little girl or a little boy in grade school gets caught lying or cheating, they pay consequences. But you mean Pelosi doesn't? Schiff doesn't? The whistleblower doesn't? What kind of country is this? Well, I think here, I mean, the, the consequences largely are political. And so I think it's up to the voters and the American people to say, We've had enough, and I think after the, the Kavanaugh escapade, uh, even while the Democrats took a pretty big majority in the House, Republicans expanded their majority in the Senate because voters were so disgusted with the behavior of Democrats during uh, that hearing process. So I think there is accountability here, but it's, it's political accountability, and it has to happen at the ballot box. So in other words, anyone in the Congress can lie anytime they want and pay no price for it. That's how Feinstein got away with her horrible, horrible crucifixion of Kavanaugh made me sick to watch it. But here it's happening all over again now with the president. And many of us are concerned that Nancy Pelosi is trying to uh, actually pull off a, a decapitation of the entire leadership, taking out Trump and Pence and becoming president herself. I know that sounds like a, a crazy conspiracy theory, but why are they suddenly tying Pence into the phone call with Ukraine, making it a crime? What about that? Well, my guess is at some point they realize if they get rid of Trump, the next guy who's going to be president is Mike Pence, who they told us is the uh, the harbinger of end times. So I think part of it is just, oh, wait, we can't just get rid of Trump. We have to get rid of everyone. So they start to lump him in with everything. Oh, isn't that going to backfire on them when people say, what, they want to take out Trump and Pence? And they want it to be President Pelosi? I, Don't you think I that's think a bridge too far, uh, even for the most diehard left-winger in the country? I'll tell you what, I think for the most diehard left-winger, the end justifies the means. Uh, I think for most people, though, uh, they see what's happening for themselves. They know the game that's being played. They they know that the Democrats 
have been uh, refusing to accept the reality of the 2016 election results for nearly three years now. And, and, and they understand that this is just uh, crying over uh, spilled milk. They can't wow. accept 2016, so they're trying to overturn the wow. election. You, you think that's gotten down to the average person. We're speaking with great guy, Sean Davis, co-founder of The Federalist. And he knows what he's talking about. He really knows how things work inside Washington. He knows how the law works. He knows how uh, Congress works. He knows how staffers work. He knows how all of the leaders work. So I want to ask him this question, which is, why do you, I mean, I think that the the president, by calling out today on uh, stepping on Air Force One, that China should look into Biden. I, I was shocked, actually. I laughed at it. He said they should investigate the Bidens because how does a company that's newly formed and all these companies, blah, blah, blah. China should start an investigation into the Bidens. He doubled down. He's not running away from their accusations about Ukraine. What do you think he's trying to do here by saying China should now look into the Biden's banking deals? Well, I, I think if you've learned anything about Trump by watching him over the last three years through the campaign and his presidency is, is to use a baseball metaphor. This is not a guy who, who takes a brush pack pitch and then backs off the plate. This is a guy who, if you throw at his face, just gets in tighter to the plate and gets closer. Uh, he, he is naturally aggressive, probably as a function of having worked in real estate in Queens and New York. And, and I think this is just how he operates. <laughs> I'm sorry. I grew up in the same neighborhood, but in the poorest, the pure, poorer part of town. As I actually said to the president a few weeks ago during a conversation, I, we talked about Cunningham Park, and that's as far as I can go. Yeah, I think he likes – you'll go, go try him and see what happens. Keep pushing him. He'll push back harder. Uh, do you think he's going to survive this? Uh, do I think he's going to survive the impeachment process? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical at the moment uh, that Pelosi has the votes. I, I think it's why she's been so reluctant to hold a vote on the House floor. I, I suspect she either doesn't have the votes or she knows if she puts her moderate swing district members on the line, it's going to mm. get them in trouble next year. Uh, but even mm-hmm. assuming there are enough votes in the House to say, yes, he should be impeached, I, I think the odds of the Senate going in and saying, yeah, you know, we're just going to throw out the results of the 2016 election uh, because half the country can't get over it. I, I think those odds are pretty slim. Right. They need a 67 vote. They're never getting 67 unless 20 uh, Republicans turn against Trump, which I, I don't see that happening. I can't see that happening. Again, I want to thank Sean Davis, co-founder of The Federalist, for being with us on The Savage Nation. Sean, keep up the great work. We really do enjoy it. Thanks for being with us. Savage. I'm sure that President Xi does not like being under that, that kind of scrutiny where billions of dollars is taken out of his country by a guy that just got kicked out of the Navy. He got kicked out of the Navy. All of a sudden, he's getting billions of dollars. You know what they call that? They call that a payoff. So now it's suddenly a new headline. Not just Ukraine, Trump now calls for China to pro Biden's. I say good, good, good. I want to know more about the China deal with the Bidens. They're as dirty as they come. They're as corrupt as they come. And as president, I think, as an ordinary American citizen, anyone should should say to China, please start an investigation into the Bidens. But, of course, you know what's going to happen. Oh, this proves he's trying to get foreign powers to interfere in an election. It's a threat to our national security. Let me tell you a threat to our national security. Their names are Pelosi, Schumer, Schiff, Nadler, Engel, and the other members of the Gang of Five. Those are the real threats to our national security. They have gutted our national security for over 25 years. 
So you want to start throwing things around about a threat to our national security. You don't have to look any further than the Gang of Five, the Pelosi Gang of Five. But this is nonsense. I think publicly encouraging China to investigate uh, Biden is clear. And I think it's absolutely above board. He has affirmed the approach that he made in private to Ukraine's president that has led to this false impeachment investigation. And I think that although Trump may be freaking people out with this, what is he actually doing that's wrong? You don't want to know if there was corruption between the Bidens and Ukraine? Suddenly you don't want to know about corruption between the Bidens and China? Why? I thought you all loved uh, whistleblowers, didn't you? You like secret whistleblowers that write, that you have write a script for, but you don't like an open whistleblower like the president? Let me say this again before the show comes to an end. Trump is doing nothing different than any chief executive would do who is under attack falsely, under false attack, number one. And number two, he's actually acting as a super whistleblower. You'll hear it tomorrow on, on, on You Know Who Show. They already got the, the transcript in front of him in a beach chair with a Mai Tai sitting there in the sun. That's the opening, but that's my closing. Good night. The Westwood One Podcast Network.